Hello, Minnesota boxing fans, and welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Brian Johnson, and my co-host is Sean Strauss. Well, on this episode of the Minnesota Fight Night podcast, we're pleased to catch up with Eddie Valenzuela, an outstanding local amateur boxer and engineering student at the University of St. Thomas. Valenzuela, who has won the lion's share of his 60-plus amateur bouts, boxes out of the Minnesota Top Team Gym in Egan. In the following interview, Valenzuela talks about how he got started in boxing, his decorated amateur career, and much more. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, well, we're here with, pleased to be joined by Eddie Valenzuela, really cool guy, uh, accomplished amateur boxer here in Minnesota, trains out of top team here in Egan. We're actually in the ring as we speak at top team, so this is pretty cool. Sean, this is the first time we've ever done an interview in the ring, so I kind of like it. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to square off with you or... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not squaring off with Eddie, I know that much. I don't want any trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want any trouble. Hey, uh, so Eddie, uh, man, thanks for taking some time to chat. Uh, really, really nice to meet you in person, and we've seen your fights, a couple of your fights at Element, and, and so we know what you can do in the ring, but... Uh, and uh, I have to say, I like your Dodgers hat there. <laughs> Thank you. Um, are you a, 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 by any chance related to Fernando Valenzuela, the great pitcher from... Uh... I get that a lot, actually. <laughs> I get a lot of questions like that. And uh, I have to unfortunately say no, okay. but I wish I was. I uh, wish I was. I'm old enough. I remember watching him pitch when he was a rookie sensation with the Dodgers. <laughs> and so. yeah. um, but anyway, tell us a little bit about yourself, Eddie. We just did... Uh, you know, I, I know you've had a lot of amateur fights. You have a great record, and you uh, have accomplished a lot of good things in and out of the ring already. And I know you're a, you you're also a coach here at Top Team. Is that correct? And as, uh, if I could add on to that, right now I'm I'm not a coach because I'm studying at the University of St. Thomas. Okay. So before I'm a boxer and an athlete, I'm a student first. So that's yeah, of of course. Exactly. Yeah. Tell us about that. Uh, you uh, at St. Thomas? I think you just graduated from high school last exactly. year. Is that yep. right? I'm a I'm in my second semester of my freshman year at St. Thomas right now, and I'm working towards a mechanical engineering degree. So it's a lot of math, a lot of science, but. And it, the schedule kills me with boxing, fitting and training. It leads to a lot of late night study sessions and stuff, but we're, make, we're getting it done. We're working towards good things. So I'm hoping to be a boxer, professional boxer soon, and also have a mechanical engineering degree. So that's, that's keeping is me busy. Is the stuff for school, is that in the classroom or are you doing that a lot? I know a lot can be done remotely now. Um, or are you actually on campus? I'm getting the full experience. I'm living in the dorm oh, wow. with my roommate, going to classes night classes sometimes 5 30 to 9 15 it cool. kills me but i have two cousins that graduated from st thomas um it's so a wonderful that's cool school. wonderful school all good things to say about it yeah i've heard a lot of great things about it and uh so that's awesome that you have that going they one time had boxing there i don't know if you know that. they have a, they have a boxing club and i try to get do? involved i even want to start my own club but it's so hard to try and get it approved because boxing is such a you know, the idea of boxing, getting hit and stuff, even if it's just teaching, you know, nobody gets hurt. Just right. drills. It's just, it's hard to get a pass. But. The Lake Detective, uh, Steve McComas, is a St. Thomas alumni. You know, he's a master's boxer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Might want to talk to him. I found some clippings from St. Thomas. Where we're, 
has his name listed. That'd be an awesome Where they had fights there. Yeah. I'd love to talk to him, speak to him a little bit. So tell us a little bit about your, how you got into bike. First of all, you've had more than 60 amateur fights now, correct? Getting close to 70 now, yep. And you've won a number of tournaments, have uh, racked up some some impressive accomplishments there. Um, But tell us, before we get to that, tell us how you got into boxing in the first place. So it's a, it's, it's not a funny story, but it's almost like a, like it's a movie almost. Like I used to get picked on as a kid, not like bullied or anything, but just, I hated fighting. Like I, like anything related to violence, I just stay away from it. And I used to play around with some like bigger kids who just loved fighting. And my dad would see that I just get picked on it when I wouldn't do anything. And my dad was not having it. So he started training me and everything. And when he realized that that wasn't enough, he started looking for gyms. And I was too little to go to the gym. So my dad had to train me at home just I hated boxing, you know, like, I didn't want to fight, but he kept going, he kept pushing me until I was old enough to join the gym, and I started going to the gym and everything, I met some wonderful coaches, Alex Vasquez, I met, he started off my boxing journey, really, I'm super grateful to him, and it was just my dad consistently pushing me to go to the gym, I hated it, but it was the best thing for me, you know, I learned how to fight even though I didn't like, even though I didn't like to, Um, and then just as I got older, I finally turned 11, I got my first fight. And actually, the national ringside tournament. I couldn't get a fight here because I was too little, too old. There's always something, you know. Minnesota always has a lot of issues getting out of bounds. So my first fight was actually at the, the national ringside tournament. So I was a little chubby kid, you know, fighting over there. First fight, super nervous. And I actually did super well. I fought like a, I was 11 years old fighting a 13-year-old. This dude was like, almost, I was looking up to fight him, you know. But I was just, for my first fight, I did really good, but I lost. So that just kind of served as motivation to me. And... I've been here ever since. I've been just racking up whatever I can here in Minnesota. I went to the National Golden Gloves, or sorry, Silver Gloves, National Silver Gloves. I've been to the USA Boxing Tournaments. And lately, last year was my first year in the Golden Gloves Tournament. I was able to do super good, go up to the Nationals, get some great experience. And just, my dad, I'm super grateful for him. Just kept pushing me and everything. But if it wasn't for my dad, I'd be like a chubby kid playing video games right now, like if we're being honest. Really helped me discipline-wise, not just in boxing, but outside the ring in school. So I How got did that go at nationals? It went good. I lost on the second day of the tournament against, um, if I can remember, the Rocky Mountains, that area. Yeah, it's a good team. And it was it was a great boxing battle. Just, you, know, you know how I like to fight boxing. It was back and forth. Just scored a couple more points than me. It was a great learning lesson in my first year, though, so no complaints. Ready to do it again this year. Was that in Salt Lake City? That was in Tusla... What was that? That was in Louisiana. I remember, that was in Louisiana. Okay. O- or Oklahoma. It's one of the two, but it was it was a. Was that your first travel tournament, or? I've been to the Silver Gloves, the National Silver okay. Gloves, was yeah. always in Kansas City, Missouri. Oh. Okay. So that's usually the go-to spot. Because Ringside like, is also down there exactly, as well yep. in Kansas, right? It was it was like a seventeen-hour drive. It was a long drive, mm-hmm. but it was a great experience. So no complaints. Yeah, you mentioned working with Alex Vasquez. Uh, from my understanding, I think he's won that tournament. I know he's gone down there and fought him multiple times. And made it over there, yeah. And um, I think he's kind of a hidden gem, like a lot of people know about him. You know, like yeah. that he worked a lot of guys' corners, but great fighter. I think people who sparred him uh, found that out pretty quick. I used to spar him too. He's he's in a, of course he doesn't take. He's a coach, but he yep. doesn't box very seriously. But sometimes he'll get in here and mess around with me. You know, get some good rounds with him. It's always a pleasure. His, he's got a brother, I think, that boxes too. Doesn't At Houston, isn't Alex? There's, there's it was Alex and Alfonso. Another one. Something. Alfonso. That's what he was with uh, at the Uppercut Gym before, right? With Lisa over there. I think so, which one is it? You said you worked with Alex. Alex, yep. Okay, I think I'm getting him flipped. 
I think it was Alfonso. But yeah, they're related either yep. way. Yeah, yeah. But no, that's cool. So traveling tournaments, you know, that's like a big thing now with modern kids, you know, playing basketball yep. or even football. My nephews are going and doing these seven-on-seven -seven tournaments yeah. and things like that. What's the latest thing you've done traveling-wise? It was that that Golden Gloves tournament. That was the latest because I started the, my my in college. The Silver Gloves, one exactly. Or the Golden Gloves. The Golden. Last year, that was my latest. Okay. My latest over there. I'm pretty sure it was Oklahoma. So. It was a far trip, so, and then I came back and started my semester for semester at St. Thomas. So it's been, oh, wow. right so it's been it. a crazy trying to balance both of them. But. Was the element fights your first fight since I fought the in nationals? October last year? Since that was my first fight That's back right. from the from the, the national Golden Gloves tournament. So I've been just 2023. We started with the bang, two fights, one in the 28th of January, one in the 4th of February, and I think they're coming up again, 24th in Wadena. Oh, you're gonna go to that one? I'm, I'm hoping to get a Canadian kid, so it's gonna be first international fight. I got one on the fourth of yeah, March. Yeah, I think that's being billed, isn't it? Or there is a card being billed as like USA versus Canada. I know Jerry oh, nice. Omland is trying to get that together. Uh, one of the officials. Yep. That's yeah, gonna be Central Minnesota Boxing out there. They're uh, the Umlads. Um, I hope I'm saying your name correctly, Jeremy. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, then he's got sons that are fighting on the team yep. and stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah, that's one of the most uh, I think recent upcoming ones and then Detroit Lakes I think is that same weekend maybe. yeah so we saw a couple of your fights at element um, tell us about that what's what's it like fighting there because it seems like it's a cool little venue it's that they, they get pretty decent crowd and the crowd gets into it uh, what's that like I love there? fighting at element because it's such it's so local that usually I always have to drive like three hours to fight away and nobody's willing to drive, you know, three hours to go. Like, of course you support, but come on, three hours is crazy. So it's like, it's like a 15 minute drive away from here, which everyone can make it to. So just having the, all your people support you. And then of course, I'm, I'm usually friends with everybody in Minnesota. So it just, it's a wonderful environment when everyone just supports you. It's just all the, all the familiar faces going out there when I fight, it's just, it's an awesome, Awesome. I know all the judges, all the officials. It's, uh, it's perfect. Yeah. It's awesome when I fight at Element. So when every time there's a show over there, you already know I want my name on the list. So, so awesome. For sure. So what? I, I'm curious. When you have these amateur fights, how much do you know about your opponent before you get into the ring? So lately, lately in Minnesota, usually when I fight an opponent from Minnesota, I have an idea of who they are. Unless they're like a up up and coming, you know, new fighter. Usually I have an idea. Because since I turned 18, I've been trying to fight all the big names in Minnesota. Because mm -hmm. my goal is to be, I want to put Minnesota's name up there. So mm -hmm. the only way to do that is to get better. I have to fight all the greats here. So I've been fighting from the top gyms, you know, everybody, the top fighters from all the gyms. So I've had to reach out lately to like Wisconsin and stuff to get good fights. Mm -hmm. So usually they tell me a name from Wisconsin, I have no idea who they are. So they just tell me it's a 32-year-old, a 27-year-old, 24-year-old with 20, 30, 50 fights. I'm like, all right, I want the fight. So we make the trip over there, and I know little about them. So I'm coming, I'm kind of going into home territory, you know. I'm not, I'm kind of, I'm the villain over there. So <laughs> it feels, it's just a nice little switch up. But so usually, it could be a southpaw, orthodox. Exactly, it could be a, a younger guy. It could be a 32 yeah. year old. You know, it's, I have no idea. I just know names, records, and and weight. That's all. I know. Do you what? What's it like going on the road where uh, you're sort of the, as you said, sort of the the villain or the uh, I kind of like it because yeah. it's it's almost like a chance to introduce myself yeah just you know just having a random fighter and I like to say I have good boxing ability so just kind of be able to show off in a place where 
I'm not known and get myself known. I love that feeling. You know, being the underdog, nobody knows you, and being able to rise up and like prove everyone wrong. I lo I, I love that feeling. You know, especially being so young at 19. I've been fighting like I've been fighting like 30 year olds, 27 year olds. That's crazy to to me. That's crazy. Can you, you know? talk a little bit about yeah. your progression up through boxing? Like what weight class you, uh, weight classes you were fighting at, leading to where you are right now? Up in my first fight, I fought at a uh, 106. And naturally, as you get older, you know, you get a little bigger. And then I moved up to 110. And then it was 114, I want to say. And then 118, just, the, you know, the kid the kid weight class school by four pounds. That's when I used to fight back then. I'm not sure how it is now. And then just recently, ever since COVID, I think my first fight back was at 135 or 140. And I've been just, my sweet spot now that I'm like, you know, almost done growing, it's been 147. And I've been just trying to stick there. If I'd have to drop to fight somebody at 130-something, I'll drop. If I have to go up, I'll go up. And lately, it's been having to go up. So I'm just making a work. Is there a ceiling, like, you don't want to go above right now? Like, what's the max? I think I'm at that ceiling right now, 156. I'm just... 156. I mean, I'll fight somebody at 165. But if it's, like, a tournament or something, I have no business being at 165. You know, I'm just... I'm not built for 165, you know? So just... Unless it's like a local show, you know, where it's spe special circumstances, I'll do it. But 147 is my sweet spot. I'm trying out 156. I'm feeling good. When you're looking at the Golden Gloves fights uh, and you're forecasting the tournament at the end of the year, what's the weight class you're shooting at for? Is it 147? 147. That's where you want And I'm thinking about 156 now just because I've okay. had my last two fights have been at 156 and I felt phenomenal. I feel fast. Mm. I feel strong. So just, I want to get a couple more fights at 156 before I make the decision if I drop down to 147 or stay at 156 and get strong. So I'm just, you know, the door. I'm young, the doors are open, I have nothing to lose. So it's all a learning experience. So I'm, I'm willing to try new things. If you win a tournament, like a, the big one, the show, you know, if you win That's the, the Nationals, um, I was talking to someone else about that and they were asking me how it works in amateurs. And I mentioned that if someone wins Nationals, um, they're usually either already probably in USA Boxing or probably are going to be looking at doing that, you know, as maybe Olympics is the future. Um, is that It'd be a in the mind? True. That's, It'd that's be a still dream in the dream come true to be able to join wow. the Team USA and represent, you know, Minnesota especially. Just can you imagine being in the, a Minnesota fighter at Team USA? That's, that's awesome, you know. Awesome. I'm trying. I'm going to every tournament I can, especially being a student. I'm just trying to make things work, put my name out there, put Minnesota's name out there, especially since boxing is so small. Whenever I go to the Nationals, the Minnesota compared to like California, Texas, New York, oh my God, it's almost like an ant compared to like, you know, like a, a whole animal. It's just, it's so small, you know, I'm just trying to do my part and put on a show for Minnesota, not just in the state, but also outside, put a good reputation for it. I'm just, I'm really trying, I'm really trying. So you're a freshman, you said, in college. Exactly. Um, does that coincide with the plan for you know staying amateur are you going to try and stick amateur while you're going to school and then look is there a timeline there for when you're maybe looking to go pro that was something that i really had to think about i sat down and talked to my coaches my dad and it's still in the air right now but we're hoping the earliest is like i'd like to be like a junior or a senior either there or wait till i graduate get my undergraduate degree and then turn pro because especially like I'm so young, there's no rush, right? That's, sure. what, that's what they keep drilling into my head. I'm so young. There's no rush to get in it right away, get as much experience as I can. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now, just racking up fights. And then, you know, as I get older, as I progress in my, um, at St. Thomas, I'll know when I'm ready. So mm -hmm. we'll keep it going. Well, Minnesota fighters definitely seem to have an awesome uh, link with education. 
you know, with uh, Truax being the U of you know University of Minnesota alumni, yeah. and uh, you know, I think about him, and everyone uh, talks about how he used boxing to pay off his you know his uh, school and all that. Um, it's pretty cool. They used to have Absolutely. boxing at the University of Minnesota, just like how St. St. Thomas had boxing. Yeah. And like you said, if they have a club, I'm interested to know if that's still going on. And, and if I it want is, to start it. I've been doing things to like start the boxing. Yeah, if, they, if they're still a club, tell them that you guys need to have a social media presence, like make a Facebook page for yeah. it or something so we can share it and see all the stuff. It's cool. Because no, uh, my biggest thing anymore. is uh, education. Like, mm-hmm. Boxing can be your plan A, plan B. You know, One little thing goes wrong in boxing. You hurt your arm, your shoulder, your leg. You're done for. You know, you can't get, you can't pay bills. You can't do nothing. So my dad, I've had wonderful parents who've been emphasizing like before I'm a before I could even fight, I have to make sure I have good grades and everything. So just you need that plan A. You know, you need the you need to be able to box. Have you ever been uh, told you can't go to boxing because your grades were suffering? Luckily, I've been keeping my <laughs> grades up. So no, not yet. And I'm hoping to. I don't want that. You know. So where did you go to high school, and how did you become interested then in studying engineering? Uh, I went to Egan High School, actually, so it was like five minutes here from the Minnesota yeah. Top Team Gym. So it was just kind of, I knew, I didn't really like art. Like mm-hmm. art, you know, all those kind of things. I just, I like math, I like science. So I kind of looked at, you know, the STEM things, like what can I do with that? And engineering was like the big emphasis. So I just declared like whether I wanted to be an electrical engineer, civil engineer, mechanical, and just kind of looking at the stuff that they do, just mechanical, just like, I don't know, it just stuck to me. So I've been... And I haven't regretted it. I've been studying good things. I'm in calculus too right now, computer programming. I'm doing um, what are the classes I'm doing? I'm in theology too. I'm in a night class, oh, wow. and I'm also in um, physics. Physics is crazy, but <laughs> so many numbers, angles, degrees, you know. But we're making it work. It's just it's been great. Be the next Tesla, <laughs> <laughs> right? Electric, yeah. So getting back to the boxing, what's the what would you say is your highlight so far? Something that really stands out from your amateur experience any one particular tournament or I would say ever since I turned 18 since I've been able to fight the adults now I feel like every fight that I've had since then wonderful fighters big names I fought Garrett O'Neill Isaiah from Duluth I fought um, Cedric lately I fought literally if any fight was offered to me I'd take it because my mindset for it is I'd rather you know I'd rather lose put on a good show than not fight and protect my name you know I'm literally, that's my mindset. I'm young. I got nothing to lose. I'll fight all anybody I can. Wonderful fighters. There have been awesome fights with them. So I got, I'm just fighting, you know. I want to fight. When you're well, training. Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say, that's a, a, a learning experience. or That's how you grow as a fighter, right? By yeah. fighting guys who maybe are a little better versus I was fighting someone who you could easily beat. And it's been wonderful. I've been able to, I've been able to, to beat all of them. Yeah. Just boxing, just they bring wonderful yeah. fights, super close fights, but just you know that little bit of top, you know the boxing, yeah. the technical boxing's been able to pull it out for me. So I've been, we're keeping it going, you know, we're keeping it going. When yeah. we were touring this facility when we got here, uh, we see how large it is and the other sports that they do here, the other martial arts and uh, CrossFit and so on and so forth. Having so many people, you know, coming to this hub, is that making it easier to get like good work, you know, with good sparring? I mean, we've got two pro boxers that we've interviewed uh, who, who definitely worked out of this place. Uh, we just bumped into one of them before we sat down with you, Gavin Henderson yep. and Colton Warner, we know him. Um, is that an asset to you or are you having to travel you know, to get good sparring? I've been lucky enough to, we have wonderful sparring partners here, like especially Gavin Hendrickson. 
not just when he's preparing for a fight, he helps me prepare for fights. So we're always helping each other. Caden Vowles, he's another name that was, is upcoming. He's um, just, we have wonderful, especially how we teach so much technical boxing here. You know, you don't have to be the greatest to know how to keep a jab, box, you know, keep you on your toes. Who's so your it's, prodigy you're teaching now because you're coaching? You got, you I got, got a one. couple. I got a couple <laughs> young ones. If I can mention his name, DJ. He's a couple. DJ? He's working. If yeah. I can mention his name, yep. DJ. Sure, what's his full name so we can know to keep an eye out for DJ? You know, maybe he'll be doing some fights someday. DJ, let me get back to that. Let me get back to that <laughs> last name. I don't want to mispronounce it. So before oh, sure. I pronounce it. I'm the same way. Like I, when I said uh, Alex and Alfonso's last name, I thought I was Teddy Alice <laughs> yeah. for a second. He could say Vasquez. And I'm like, you know, sort of like a Michael Tyson or a Mike Tyson list. Um, so if I mispronounced it, I apologize. Yeah. yeah. I get a lot of Venezuelas too. You know, instead of Valenzuela, <laughs> oh, like the sure. country Venezuela. Yeah. I probably would have said that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So you're getting some good sparring here. Uh, you're working with a good team. Did you. Uh, well, do your did your father box or anyone else in your family? Um, I'm actually the first one. My dad used to do some. It wasn't some like organized boxing, but he used to do some box, some fighting. So just I think I'm like the first in the family to like le legitimately do boxing as a sport. So I'm just I'm trying to set the bar high, you know. I think I saw in your top team bio too that you're first generation college student. Yep. Is that right? Exactly. First Good generation college. I, I'm literally the bar. I have to set it high, you know, for my little brother, Cesar Valenzuela. Oh, yeah. He's got a high bar to set. He's got to beat that bar. So we're just, I'm making it tough on him. Does he have similar interests or is he in the box? He's still too young. He's nine years old. So oh, okay. He's still, he's yeah. growing into himself. So yeah. he's getting there. With his, cool. you know, into boxing as you are in as many amateur fights as you've got, would you mind saying your record really quick, your amateur record? As far as I know, I'm 63. I have 15 losses from I remember, and they've all been at the national level. I've okay. never been knocked down or anything. They've all been tough, close losses, and the rest are wins. If I could do math right now on the top of my head, 63 minus 15, that's like, was that 48? <laughs> yeah, 48 wins, 15 losses. Yeah. We're just keeping it going. You know, um, like I said, as immersed as you are in the amateur boxing um, and you're doing school and all that, do you like follow boxing outside of, you know, uh, being here in the gym? Like, do you watch pro boxing, you know, and all that? Um, or, you know, you've talked to some people surprisingly who are like, no, they don't really follow it. They just do it. Um, Especially as a kid, I never used to follow professional boxing. Like, it's, like you'd be surprised as much as I box. Like, you'd think I'd be watching boxing 24-7. Especially lately, now that I'm starting to take it seriously i've been starting to watch more professional boxing okay. not just in minnesota but like you know all the all the big names out there so especially being a college student right now it's hard but any big fight there is on the weekends you know i'm at home watching it with my parents my dad you know we're watching it so i would like to say i'm starting to get into it any favorites lately theofimo lopez he's been just his style just you know he's a showboat i love how he fights canelo always canelo's mm -hmm. come on too technical moves too much Lomachenko with the footwork. I've been trying to get my angles, learn how to move. Lomachenko's just flawless in that. And there's just so many out there, especially sure. up-and-coming artists. So many names out there. So many names. Some of the women boxers have been putting especially, on good shows yeah. lately. Oh, my gosh, that fight with uh, Michaela, Cruz. And, I mean, if I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah. You know, she's a, I actually uh, met her yeah, at the, one of the USA Mare. Boxing. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, you met her? At one of the USA Boxing Tournaments. I oh, got nice. to take a, a picture with her and everything. Cool. So she's oh, super, cool. super nice. She's super yeah. nice. Yeah, what was the fight there where uh, Cruz Cruz was a fighter who was bleeding so badly and um, just kept on Shrinking going? Crazy, and going. Wars, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, against Amanda Serrano, right? Yeah, that I believe that's fight. correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that was the what same. Fight. Yeah, the same night that uh, 
uh, Bumgarner had her fight too. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. They they want to have a rematch with Mayer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, you got Clarissa Shields. They're, they're calling yeah. her the quote. The so quote. yeah, they're having lots of female boxing on the card. You were on. Uh, there was a couple girl fights that I saw night the, the, the Luf, and a um, couple wars. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. at least uh, or sorry, Alyssa. Yeah, I believe it's Alyssa, Alyssa Bolts. Yeah, mm-hmm. former uh, champ in the Golden Gloves. So Mary Stewart. Yeah, so. she won her fight yeah. uh, coming back after not you know fighting for a while. You always mentioned you see the faces around the ring. You know when you're at your fights, yeah. and she's usually a judge. So that was cool to see her back in the ring. Yeah, um, she was into it. She was. Like... Oh yeah, she was pumped up. <laughs> yeah, I think she's. Uh, Training, I think, and working out of Ludi's uh, Champions okay. League gym. Cool. But getting back to you, man. So we talked about school. We talked about boxing outside the ring. When you're here, um, you know, this is probably not only rare in that we're doing this interview in the gym, in the <laughs> middle of a ring, but it's also a ghost town right now. Normally, this place has just got to be packed and, you know, noise and stuff going on. Oh, yeah. Whether it's competitor boxers, it's just whether it's a lady who wants to learn how to get fit, whether it's a young kid who wants to learn how to box, we, we have everyone. We, we do classes here, so usually everyone's working or in school throughout the day, but after like 4.30 and above, we have classes and they just fill up with young guys, older guys, women, we just have, whether it's in jiu-jitsu, CrossFit, boxing, this place fills up. How many days a week are you doing the coaching thing? When, since I'm in college right now, I'm currently not coaching, but I used oh, to Oh, sorry, be, I'm sorry you said that. But when I was coaching, I'd be here Monday through Saturday sometimes. So what about working out then? Are you limited just, it or until, even, until like, homework's I, done? Or, <laughs> yeah. Or, <laughs> it, my schedule was pretty filled up. I was I also did um track and cross country in school. So it'd be from like school from like seven a.m. to three p.m. Track practice from like three to five, and then I'd come straight here. I'd do my coaching. I used to coach the kids class, the adult class, and then it'd be you know my dad waiting for me to train or the competition class. It's just everything squished all together, and then late nights doing homework. That's basically the only way. There's no other option. Cross country, that's a good, I guess, way to prepare for boxing, too. You build that endurance, and so you've got, you sort of set the, laid the groundwork. It's there. almost like my secret weapon, you know? Like yeah. When I fight, I feel like my conditioning is crazy because I'm, you know, cross country running like 8, 10, 9, 11 miles for a workout. Like, dang, you know? So wow. when I'm in here, I'm like, I can keep it going, you know? What's your least yeah. favorite exercise? <laughs> 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 oh, there's so many burpees. I just, oh. After we run five miles, and then coach has to do like a five, like a five minute AMRAP of burpees, and oh. Oh, it's crazy. But you know, Probably as much as you dislike it, you have to do it. You know, it's for your better. So, well, I always think of that because you mentioned the road work, and yeah, my dad used to say like you could tell if a fighter had been doing road work just by their <laughs> yeah. skin. You know, it's like yeah. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, you can tell like if the guy's really in shape or not. Just I get super tan throughout the summer, just all the miles over there, mm-hmm. like dang. Nice. A little farmer's tan, you know. <laughs> so, what do you have coming up? Anything you want to plug or? So, I have a Wadena lately in right. uh, February twenty fourth or twenty fifth. That Saturday, that weekend. Oh, nice. Um, I'm hoping to get a fighter from Canada. It's not confirmed, but I'm hoping to get it. Yeah. March fourth, I have the rematch with the with the one forty seven pound Golden Gloves Wisconsin State champ, oh, and that's going to be in Wisconsin Rapids. So wow. that's going to be. I like to keep it two and zero, right? So we're going to keep working towards awesome. that. Awesome. And apart from the Golden Gloves in April, that's, that's it so far. Yeah, the Upper Midwest Golden Gloves is going to be at Hinkley this year, uh, April 14th, 15th, and 16th. That's my birthday weekend. Ooh, I've got yeah. my hotel rooms booked. Ooh. I saw, yeah. saw Eddie, you were wearing the Upper Midwest Golden Gloves right t-shirt. Now, Look at right that. Uh, nice. Look at that. And uh, you had a, a nice uh, 
performance there, right? Tell Hoping us about to keep that. it going, yep. Yeah, tell us about that. What was that like? It was, I was, you know, just being 18 and then all of a sudden telling, because I knew who I was going to fight. I knew who was going to be at 147. Yeah. Garrett O'Neill and Clyde. From, he was currently training at Ludi Gym, and it was, I knew they were tough names to beat, so. And I fought both of them before. I was able to pull out the decision. Um, so I knew, like, I knew it wasn't easy going into the tournament. So from, it was like all summer, a lot of sparring, a lot of running, a lot of, I was breathing boxing for like the whole summer. And I felt like I was able to, it paid off that night at the Upper Midwest Golden Gloves. I, I performed well, it was, <laughs> it was a tough fight. Mm -hmm. Clyde was super aggressive all three rounds. He put on a show, but I like to say we put on a show for the people. That was, it was nonstop action. As close it gets to professional, I would say that was. I feel like that's one of my best fights currently. So. Nice. So for those who haven't seen you in the ring, how would you describe your style? And do you uh, consider yourself more of a technical boxer? Do you like to go for the knockouts? Uh, so my reputation. Everyone knows I'm Mexican, right? So everyone assumes, <laughs> oh, he's got that aggressive Mexican style. I'm the complete opposite. I. I'm literally textbook boxing. I like to keep that jab box, keep at the distance. But lately with the fights I've had, if I've had to stay in the pocket and fight, I've learned how to stay in the pocket and fight. So I'm boxing when I can, fighting when I have to. So I would say I would, I'm a technical boxer. That's what I am, but I'll fight when I have to. That's, that's how I would describe my, my mm -hmm. boxing abilities. Nice. What else? What else? We got the Nationals uh, after that so hopefully you'll be you know winning the upper midwest in april right that's the plan and then yeah. go to nationals again exactly and i've you know where nationals is this year it's ah. in Penn, it's in philadelphia this year oh wow so that'd be cool another far drive but oh go eagles on. super bowl super uh, bowl on that. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> i'm still bitter about the vikings yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I'm not really an Eagles fan either, but, you know, <laughs> NFC, I guess, uh, you know, kind well, of. my mom's from Pennsylvania, so I guess. <laughs> yeah. So what, uh, sometimes we've asked boxers about what kind of music they like to listen to when they're working out or whatever. Do you have any favorites or anything you turn to? Do you get to listen to it, or is it just oh, coaches course. barking at you going, go, go? <laughs> when, of course, when I'm fighting sport, I don't get to listen to music. But when yeah. I'm running, you know I need music blasting in my ear when I'm running, especially 11 miles. Like, come on, I can't sit in silence for 11 miles, you know, mm -hmm. just listening to my breath. Um, I'm Usually when I'm working out, it's a lot of rap. Lately, it's been a lot of, uh, like, Spanish music, just... It just gets me moving, you know, especially like the footwork, it gets me dancing, the, the good angle changes. But apart from like the Mexican music, I've been trying to, it's my culture, you know, I have to get into that. So mm -hmm. I've been trying to, you know, become a part of that. But I'm not picky, whether it's rap, Mexican, dancing music, bachata, whatever, I'm, I'm listening to it. So nice. And I've, I like to mention all the great names I've been able to spar too. For I've sure. been able to spar For all sure. the, whether they're amateurs or pro boxers. I've been able to get a bunch of work with Slink Proppers from Element. Oh, nice. And from yep. work, I've been able to get work with Robbie Lloyd. I've been able to get nice. work with Marlon Sims before he moved away. He's got a fight. Or did it just happen? Like It's either happening or he's fine. Yeah, I, he, I want to say he's going to be in Cali. Um, he, I think he's living in Florida, but I think his fight's in Cali. Yeah. I think yep. today. No, he's a super crazy fast so icy yeah. if you're listening Marlon, yeah. we haven't forgot about you and we have so slink icy. coming up we're going to be doing an interview with slink here pretty soon no, slink yeah we talked awesome to him the day of your fights at element yeah and we've that already cool. interviewed robbie so yeah and shout yeah. out to robbie i haven't forgot about you either man um hopefully he has a you know fight coming up soon but i know he's training out of work gym. yeah and then yeah. leo mendel too from cmb he's okay. 
sort of crazy. He gives me so many rounds. He gives me, he humbles me a little bit, you know, in the ring. He's beating me. Well, can you tell me about that gym? That's a gym I haven't visited. Just like Top Team has been on my list to try and you know reach out to those guys. What do you, you know? What do you know about them? I would say they're more of a like a low key gym where they, but they're like they have so many great aggressive Mexican fighters at that gym. Like, what was the eighty five pounder, little squirt man? Yes, he was like just throwing punches. That was a like, beautiful <laughs> fight. What a, probably the fight of the day, I think, at yeah. Element. Everyone loved that kid. Yeah. Like they're just—it's one of those gyms where it's like you don't hear much about it, but you know when you go watch fights, these guys put on shows, you know. So they got wonderful fighters over there, Oscar, everybody over there, Mario. They got great names. Also, Gavino Guaman. If you guys know, if you ever—I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that last name, but <laughs> Gavino. Just, I've been counted—I've been there countless times. They're just—they give me wonderful work over there. I got great things to say about Oscar's gym, CMB. Awesome, awesome people over there. Um, That's located in Burnsville, if I'm—if I'm correct. I thought they just moved. Um, they were in Apple so, Valley, and yeah. then I think they transitioned over to Burnsville. Yep. Nice. So you got favorites in uh, equipment or anything like that? You know, I see in the apron over there, the Mexifino. Mm -hmm. I, and I know uh, Colton has talked about that. I believe that's a big here. Gavin. Jesse Gavin. Torres, he's, he's actually my sponsor. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I, I think they yeah. make the gloves. You know, we're, they got everything here. The whole ring is decked out in uh, Mexifino stuff for top team it looks awesome no i, I love his gloves his headgear his girl protector they even got sweatsuits they got merch oh, nice. i love it all i would even compare it a bold statement but i would compare it to winning oh, just nice. the gloves are so loose and then he he also makes custom stuff like whether you like like a certain way of the gloves whether it's lace up tie up whatever he makes all the great gear so i got great things to say about jesse torres mexifino fight gear i recommend a hundred percent I want to say they even used them for one of the Ignite shows. They did? Because uh, I was like, Gavin Whoa. used them. I'm not sure if Colton used it, but I, I know think he did. Just <laughs> That's saying something itself right there. You know, that's saying yep. something. Um, any well, other sponsors also, your favorite gear? What's that? No, I was going to say, I know you also know Eric Kinderacher pretty oh, yeah. well. Another friend, of, another friend of the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. Uh, tell us about Eric, kind of how you uh, got to know him and sort of how, what your connection is with him. It was actually one time they invited Gavin over to spar at a firehouse gym. Mm -hmm. And they tagged me along. You know, Roy Dunlap, one of my coaches, also here as well. He's like, Eddie, just bring along. They probably got some kids to spar with there. So I went over there, and I, I, I did some rounds, you know, just boxing, doing my thing. And I get out, and I, I get this guy just comes up to me. like, hey, what's your name? And then turns out it was Eric. Mm -hmm. And ever since there, Eric's just, we've been great buddies. He's always supported me, whether it's getting sparring or, you know, putting me on some great seats, watching some wonderful professional boxing um he's always he's a great guy i got all good things to say about eric well we can give him a shout out he was the one who told us for many many months ago maybe even <laughs> over a year ago um that we needed to talk to you and uh you know that was before we had ever seen you fight and then yeah. you know we've seen you on social media sharing your stuff um and obviously now we've seen you in the ring so we can concur yeah. we needed to talk to this kid you obviously have a great style um and it's translating into your record um, said you can throw a little bit now and bang it. Now you can't clinch a lot in amateur boxing, but uh, it's one thing I like about amateur boxing. You know, you're you're going into a weight class where you might come up against tall guys and stuff Heavier, like that, where maybe guys, you need yeah. to tie them up. Uh, is that or they? You know, you guys weigh in the day of an amateurs, so I guess you don't have guys rehydrating. It's not going to oh, be a no. super huge disparity. Um, and even if you do, imagine eating a whole sandwich right before you fight in two hours, you know, like that's not going to sit good in the ring. So it's really what you weigh that morning or that whatever when the weigh-ins the are, that's what you, a little above maybe when you fight. So 
fighting at the older weight class, it is, you know, stronger, bigger guys. So I like to either keep them away, box, or all the way on the inside. That's, there's no reason to be in that middle, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's just, it's risky. I'll do it if, if there's no other choice. I'm losing the round. I need a fight. You're not exactly short either. How tall are you? I would say I'm 5'10", the range is between 5'9", 5'10". Mm -hmm. Okay. So okay. just that yeah, jab, man. 147, there's some friend. tall guys that are starving themselves to get down there. Yeah. <laughs> I know, either short, bulk guy, or tall, super skinny guy. So that's, mm -hmm. we, we've seen all of them. Nice. Well, that's about all I've got. Um... Yeah. I mean, other than just going to say thank you. I mean, this yeah. is huge. And thank you to Minnesota Top Team um, for letting us crash your guys' gym and, <laughs> and use the ring like this. It's yeah. very cool. Uh, we definitely don't want it to be the last time that we come down here and visit. You guys are welcome anytime. Thank you guys. So. If you guys do mind, you guys mind if I give a couple shout-outs? No, quick? absolutely. Sure. Go ahead. I'd love to give a shout-out to all my coaches here at Top Team. Of course, my dad, Cesar Alenzuela, uh, Roy Dunlap, John Scheiman, Alex Vasquez, Jesse Torres too. Not only is he my sponsor, but he always gives me bits. He always, he's an awesome guy. And just a special thanks to all the judges and officials here in Minnesota who make everything possible. I feel like they don't get enough credit for what they do. You know, without them, you know, all the shows and everything wouldn't even be possible. So just, I'd like to give a warm, nice thank you to all of them. And yeah, that's, thank you guys, Brian, Sean, thank you guys for having me on the podcast. It's wonderful being here. I absolutely, and hope to see you again. At, at your fights and also maybe even here at Top Team. I know you mentioned that a lot of great classes for people anywhere from little kids to old guys like me. Hope to see and you so, in one of the classes. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I, I need to do that and, and get my butt in here and build up my stamina a yeah. little bit. And so maybe we'll see you around. Um, and yeah, just thanks for doing this interview. Um, you're a credit to the sport, a credit to your school. Go Tommies. <laughs> and you. I'm a U of M guy, but still uh, best friends, support. Right? Best friends. Yeah, right, right. Rivals, best friends, same thing. Right? There you go. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'll be able to make the Wadena show. <laughs> I'm going to try. Um, that's a trek. Yeah. But uh, for sure, we're planning on being uh, at the Duluth fights, the pro fights that are going on. Yeah. Uh, I want to say that's March 10th, Friday. And then the following Saturday, I don't know if you're going to be on board or not, but I'm actually driving all the way out, and I'm going to go to the Detroit Lakes, oh, wow. uh, the Lakes Area Boxing Show that's going to be going on. That's the very next day on March 11th. Um, so, yeah, I'm guessing you're not going to be at that one. But then I think the next event after that will be uh, the Upper Midwest Golden Gloves, and that will be at Hinkley, so we'll definitely look for you there. Oh, I'll be down for awesome. that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's going to be good. There's a lot, Minnesota's got a lot of action coming up, so. Yeah. Yeah, and we amateur. didn't mention it, but am you know or uh, at the Armory, right, Jamal? Oh yeah, February twenty fifth. Looking forward to that one. Jamal. Yep, I think it's the same day as the Wadena show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be a good day for boxing. Great day for boxing. So thanks again, Eddie. Uh, thank you. Yeah, thank good you luck to you, Sean. You guys are awesome. Thank you for giving the amateurs a little bit of a spotlight, a little bit. That's you know, and we need it here in Minnesota. You know, we need it. Boxing sure. needs. A little more attention to grow so you guys are doing wonderful to things do it. sean does a lot more than i do but you know you guys deserve all the publicity you can get for all the good things i already told do. him we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you <laughs> i never wanted well, to do a podcast he was like what, what do you think about a podcast <laughs> yeah so you get the credit all right well all right thank, thank you everybody thanks for listening thank you thank you take care